Life is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Hello and happy Labor Day. Oh, yeah. What's Is your mic okay? Yeah, I just it, I worry sometimes that it's too close to my mouth because I mm. have that time that you said my. Oh uh, well, I think it's farther than it usually is. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, let's hope. We'll it's just leave right. it. Leave it where it is. We'll just leave it. I okay. think it's the yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I got a little preview, but I didn't hear about your week. We this is where we check in about our cards that we picked from last week to see if they you know, resonated with us this week. It seems like maybe they didn't. No, they did, actually. So so, um, last week we got, you got Sandpiper Spirit, which was playfulness. And I got um, Heal Through Joy, which was lavender. And also um, Take a Nap, which was the poppy Mm. card, was like a kind of a jumping card type thing Mm -hmm. for me. So when we recorded the podcast last week, it was my birthday. And Then after the podcast, I proceeded to descend into a deep, dark depression. (laughs) It's okay. Well, it's uh, there's a lot of factors. Like, it's one of them is the holiday problem. Have I told you about this? This is what Ted and I call it. it. Last time. Oh, okay. Yeah, that like the pressure to celebrate is makes me feel stressed out. So there was that, and then also I got this feeling that I. Often in the past, I've gotten on New Year's, mm. which is – and I, last year I got on my birthday too. I realized that that's what mm. it is now. And it's this feeling of time passing. It's so weird because mm-hmm. logically I'm just like, it's just another day. It's just another year yeah. of my life. But emotionally, I it like made me think of all my past birthdays and like yeah. just times in my life that are gone now. And it's interesting yeah. to be this age where there are so many of those times in my life that are just yeah. gone completely gone and so what do you mean like moments or like yeah like ways that my life used to look places uh, I lived people I knew you know just like places I worked and yeah it's real I mean it's actually really cool though I think about getting older like to have that amount like of dimension and depth to my memory is neat it there is just also a lot of pain you know, it it's it. interesting because uh, my daughter is only 13 and she has had that her whole life, literally. Oh, Like since she was, I'm going to say even the first time I remember it happening, I think she was six and she got really upset that ch- her childhood was over, oh. that <laughs> like ending and every year is towards her childhood ending and... She is it on her birthday or on other days? It's usually it is on her birthday for sure, and then wow. it's also other any kind of milestoney kind of like we'll never have another Christmas like this. This yeah. is our only Christmas like this, oh. or like <laughs> school starting. Well, I'll never have a, the summer of two thousand nineteen again. Oh, and it's true. (laughs) And it is like that, that passing of time is what makes life so precious and beautiful. So that enjoyment of it is, can be connected to that pain too, you know? Yeah, that's true. That just shows like how alive you are, I think. 
Yeah, it's a, it is, it, I did, <laughs> Ted wanted, he was like, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go for dinner? And mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to go to bed. I put my pajamas on and go to mm-hmm. bed. So I did that and I read a book all day. And then the next day I tried to do that again. And Ted was like, that I don't think you should stay in bed again today. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we went for a drive. And I knew he was right, but it seemed so hard. I just yeah. wanted – everything was making me cry. And I oh. was like, oh, that seems so hard. But then I did it. I, like, put clothes mm. on and then we went for a drive. And then at, things started to look up and I was excited. We went to Fort mm. Collins just randomly and mm-hmm. went to a restaurant. I got a cocktail. And then I was just, yeah. like, happy. And it was fine. It was like yeah. a trans – I had to transform my energy and Ted helped me. It's funny because you're reminding me so much of Harper because we always say, like, it's true with either kid, but especially I've noticed it with her because she has more anxiety and stuff that if you get him in a car, everything changes. Like she can be losing her mind, literally, okay, maybe not literally, but just like freaking out, you know, losing it. And then get her in the car it's like as if it never happened <laughs> yeah it it does i mean it literally moves your energy yeah. and that's so funny too that you say that that you compare it to that because my parents talk about how i when i was a baby i think the only thing they could do to get me to go to sleep was put me in yeah. the car and drive me around the block that's pretty common with babies because of the rocking but i didn't real or like the movement puts gets you sleepy mm. but it actually changes like she can be like you're all terrible. I'm never doing this. <laughs> Basically, fuck everyone. And she does swear, but she hasn't said that to me yet. Um, but that's the idea. And then she'll get in the car and I'll be like, I like this song. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, oh, you know what, mom? And then just talk as if it never happened almost. Yeah. That's so funny. It took me a moment, but once we got like – halfway there I think things started to shift and yeah and the playfulness oh and then we my friend Stephanie took me to a walking meditation at the boulder at the Denver Botanical Garden it's like forest bathing but at the Botanical Garden and I actually saw lavender which I was like oh heal through joy and so it I did feel like the playfulness and joy um helped heal me this week so it seemed perfect oh that's good yeah what about you um what about me? Um, I felt real Virgo-y and it felt so good. I just feel real like um, I was just cleaning or sorting everything, like doing mm. a real, what's it called? Clearing of clutter that you, pur- pur- what's the word? Purport? Re- no. Recommended? Yeah, I wanted it to be that P word, but I can't think of what it is. You're a proponent of. That's it. Oh. Um, I mean, I am too, but, you know, that's, you talk about a lot. Um, So it's just been, I don't know why, but it's been real invigorating. I mean, it's been been, great. Uh, it's the best. I just yeah. want to stay in Virgo forever, and I it can't is, believe I'm yeah. saying that. <laughs> it's so yeah, not it me. Is. It's the simplicity of it, right? Uh, it's like, oh, I, you know what? I don't know about saving the world, but I know about my sock drawer. Yeah. It's just great. It's a great feeling. It's just clearing <laughs> out. It just feels like release, release, release. I got so yeah. many new containers and I've got them for relatively pretty inexpensively. So that was nice. And I don't know. And then the kids started, that was their first week of school and we used to homeschool them. Um, so this has been the first week of their lives. Of your life. 
of my life. Whoa, that's incredible. I mean, not of my life, of their lives in my life. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, but that's been many years now. Yeah. It's that's been, amazing. Oh, my God. It's been so great. I can't oh, even tell congratulations. you. Oh, I feel bad because, you know. I a lot of times people on like Facebook or whatever at the end of the summer they're always like thank god get these kids out of here which you know I understand the sentiment sentiment I just say sentiment oh boy Tess what's happening anyway we know what you mean okay um I understand the sentiment but it just always feels really anti kids to me you know especially because mm-hmm. we homeschooled it's like well why would you have these kids if you want to shove them out the door but n- I do understand it right like, it's like a break and it feels so good to like yeah. actually like be able to do things without feeling guilty that I'm not spending time uh, with them that's, that's what huge, it is that's a milestone that's amazing <sighs> it feels really good so, yeah and talk mm-hmm. about creating space I feel like that's been a theme too like creating yeah. space in our minds in our lives and that's the organizing thing too like mm-hmm. you feel like you're sorting out your mind when you're sorting out yes. your software or whatever it is yeah and I wrote my first song since probably the terrible breakup of my band like I actually, it's not completely done, but it's like I know what it is, and a lot of it's done. It's literally been three years, I think. Oh, I bet that's such a good feeling too. It was such a good feeling. I have to keep checking myself. Like it is, like that the it feels so good to be creative, but I also always go to this place of like, well, I have to, you know, we're gonna do something with this and play, you know, instead of just like you know what it, or the reaction to it or something yeah instead of just like loving it because I love it which I do it just felt so good another it felt like another clearing out yeah mm. you know that I also started a book this week finally oh, I finally did? had space yeah another book and so and that I I love that feeling when I finally sit down and start a new project and it starts to flow yes. I swear I can feel it in my third chakra it's like oh, this release. I feel it, like it's not this held tension anymore. It's just ah, like. <gasps> that's so nice. That's funny because yeah. the second chakra is the creative chakra. Yeah. I, I, it's always been that for me. Like hmm. that if I go too long without creating, I will get like congestion in my third chakra. Yeah. I mean, this is the longest I've ever gone. I mean, I do consider my newsletters a little bit of creating like it is writing. Yeah. You know? Totally. But, and the podcast. Like I mean Yeah, yeah, that's you know, true. Okay, I'm doing thing, other things besides that, but there's something about like yeah. a project, like a book or yeah, a card or deck song. Or for a song yeah. for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am. I do also want to start writing a book, but I think maybe because they were gone I had like the time, the yeah. space to and the quiet. Yeah. To let the song so. be born. Mm-hmm. That's neat. I can't wait yeah. to hear it. Thank you. So that is our check-in. I mean, I think it was pretty good. Oh, except for take a nap. I needed, I should have listened to that. I mean, I did. Trust me, I took naps, but not enough. Not enough naps. Mm -mm. (laughs) Not at all. You got to work harder on that next week. Mm -hmm. I really do. Catch up. Um, All right. So last week we had our special guest, so we couldn't answer questions. So this week we have time for questions. Um. They come from they come from last week. Well, two of them. So sorry we didn't get to them. So should I read it? Yes, please. We need a 
question question time like something <laughs> i love that we do <laughs> we don't have our little you know intro for it <laughs> all right i'm just gonna read the whole thing because i don't feel like summarizing okay hello tess and natasha first i just want to say how much i enjoy the magic monday podcast thank you it's the first podcast i ever listened to wow mm. i'm honored and it set a really high standard for when i went searching for others it's nice okay i have two questions first do you feel that it is only productive to do manifestation rituals slash visualizations during the new moon is it counterproductive to try and manifest when the moon is in its releasing phase? So we'll stop there, I guess. Or, yeah, let's let's answer that. Okay. Should I start? Wanna, yeah. Do you want to start? You okay. can start. So um, generally speaking, when the moon is between new and full, there's a certain kind of energy. It's attracting. It's expanding when it's from full to new, then it's waning, it's releasing, it's contracting. And that doesn't mean, I mean, I think every day, like I, every day during part of my meditation, like to feel the conditions I want to manifest. It doesn't matter what phase the moon is in. It's just to kind of like get into that gratitude and that flow and that joy of feeling those. It doesn't, to me, that doesn't matter. Um, doing rituals though, when I'm specifically doing rituals, I just like to be aware and you can, you can work with the dynamics of either side of the moon, either waxing or waning. When it's waxing, yeah, you want to maybe concentrate on magnetizing and expanding, letting energies grow. When it's waning though, you can let go of like, if you're wanting to manifest money, you can let go of blocks to abundance mm. and create more flow and create more space and openness. You can let go of clutter or mm. clear the space in your home to create a vacuum for those conditions to flow in. So you can manifest either way. It's just, I think, a matter of being aware of how the energy is working. Mm -hmm. I love that. That was very educational. Um, <laughs> I, to TBH, to be honest, I never really focused on the moon when I manifested before. Um, now I'm more aware of it. Like, it's funny, since moving to Asheville. <laughs> mm -hmm. It is a really uh, magical, kind yeah. of feminine. It's very feminine, like the moon. Mm -hmm. But also people are real. It's like a condensed version of a lot of new agey people. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like at least in the people I meet, it's like everyone speaks that language. Oh. Yeah. So that's how I, and I already thought it was pretty new agey, but um, anyway, so I do it all the time, but that makes a lot of sense. I'm also clearing off all the time. I guess I'm just kind of doing both. Yeah. But that does. Yeah. So I don't think, you know what? And also just trust yourself. I bet right. if you trusted yourself, you, it may line up, line up with the moon. I, I think that's, yeah, yeah. that's very wise because it, it is, to me, it's like a way of validating like, oh, yeah, I do feel that energy. I do exactly. feel that expansion energy and I do feel that relaxing and releasing, letting go energy. It's like just a way to align with that. Yeah. Yeah. So like don't force yourself just because it's a new moon if you're not feeling it. But if you are, then do it. You know. Yeah. Anyway, and like, what maybe you said you'll was feel, great. Oh, what's that? I said what you said was great. 
Oh, thanks. Yeah, and I think if you wake up one day during the waning moon and you just feel really excited about creating a prosperity altar or doing a love yeah. spell or something, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't ignore that. Yeah, definitely do it. Okay, second, can you work on manifesting more than one thing at a time? For example, a new job and a new car. I wasn't sure if focusing my energy on one more than on more than one thing at a time would disperse the energy to many places at once. So, I would say about that is definitely you can. I think the most important thing is to focus on the feeling that you want. So, you can also you know, write down like the specifics of what you want in a car, but it helps the universe give you what you want more if you're focusing on the feeling of what you want. So like whatever that new car, like luxury or, you know, or like fun, fast sport, whatever those feelings are, just focus on that. Um, I mean, not just, but the, my point is like, that energy can't be dispersed. If you're like feeling into something, that's great. And then you can feel into a house too. And maybe those feelings kind of overlap too. Like, so <laughs> you're not, Tess is not in your head <laughs> emphatically. Um, but even if they don't overlap, like say you want a new partner or something and that's a different feeling than the car, but still bringing in that feeling that you can't go wrong with that. And then as I spoke about last week, I just really loved what Christina said about how she didn't even focus on anything in manifesting her very successful business. It was just like she knew it was going to happen. <laughs> so it's similar, like having that feeling and then just knowing, oh, I'm, we've talked about this too, like getting excited about how's it going to show up for me? This is so fun. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think that you can connect all of those too, like you can feel the joy of driving to the new job and yeah, the new car, like you know, that. and that it can be this wave of energy and joy that you yeah. tap into. You can tap into it all at once for sure. Yeah, I love that. Are you still reading Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting? Oh, no, I finished it. Oh, you finished that. Mm -hmm. I, t I spent a lot of time. I kept going back to it to like f if I needed a jolt. I feel like I need water. I hope my... I don't know. Anyway, um, how did you feel about it? I loved it. Oh, you did? Yeah, I loved it. I remember, I think we talked about, I loved how she took that, the dynamics of Abraham Hicks, who mm -hmm. wrote Ask and It Is Given, and then made it more human. I felt mm -hmm. like it was more grounded, oh, yeah. a more grounded way to learn it. Um, And are you, go, are you like going back and using the techniques? I mean, I feel like I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm still, I'm doing the feeling into stuff. What does mm -hmm. she call it? The inner scripting. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. not like talking about it with people, but I'm yeah. feeling it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Another question. Let's see. Um, last week you discussed visualizing. Oh, sorry. This was just a compliment. Anyway, it's helping her. <laughs> okay. I can read compliment though. But um, all right. I just get to the question. I started to think about something that's been causing me pain lately and was wondering if you had any advice on how to handle it better. I lost my mom almost 15 years ago when I was 25. It seems like a lot of people lately have been commenting that I am a lot like her. She was wonderful and we had a very close relationship and I've been doing a lot of healing lately over losing her. But 
I really dislike being compared to her because I just want to be me. Do you have any advice on how to handle this better or to heal whatever it is triggering? Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah, okay. I want you to go first. Okay, so I have two thoughts about that. One, I think it is, if I had just had to guess, I mean, this is something actually that would be really good to be healed in this session, but because, but I really think what this is, is about identity. And um, I mean, it's a real identity issue. It kind of reminds me, I have a friend who, um, there's a person with her exact name, and doing similar things in the world as she is. And she feels very unsettled by this. um, Because I mean, Partly because it's like her identity, it's like her identity is out there. And your mom is kind of like part of your identity, too. Like it's, I mean, she's not part of your identity. But um, what I'm trying to say is that I feel like that you have a lot of pictures probably about um, who you are and you just want to be your own and separate that. But there might be something underneath that for you personally. And I'm trying to get this to connect to people as a whole, but I really feel like there's probably something for her personally where maybe she wasn't allowed to be who she was or like she wasn't honored for who she was. Something's going on there where it might trigger like, can't you see me for me? Which is very understandable. I mean, people want to be recognize for who they are but I do think that can be healed but um I'm trying to think about how um I don't know that's hard for me to do not in a reading but um the other thing that she's that made me think of it is um hold on I have to read it again well do you want to say something while I think about this do you have any well um I feel like we are so much our parents, like we are, they're just a really strong genetic um, connection to them. And in so many ways, like we, our souls were gravitated to be born to these specific parents. Like there are so many energetic connections. And I think it might be beneficial to remember that, yeah, that's, where it, it's like a hometown it's like where you're from it's mm-hmm. so related to who you are but it isn't who you are like no, no. one can ever really at all not right. even close be your unique identity so i wonder if there's a way to honor your deep connection and all the things that you inherited from her and learned from her and i mean to see also that the huge family tree, like that your mom came from so many women and men before Mm -hmm. her. And then you came from not just your mom's side, but your dad's side. And like, there's just so many currents and flows of energy. And certainly you have a strong connection to your mom, but it's just one of the aspects that makes you, you. I remembered what I was going to say now, which was, I bet people are saying that to you also as a way they probably think you like that. Like as a way of remembering your mom, like, oh, you remind me of her, like to kind of bring her into the conversation. Also for themselves, you know, they may be conjuring up because they're grieving her too or Mm -hmm. missing her. So they may not even, and I would even guess to say they probably don't even mean it the way it feels. And when it feels so strongly like that, there really is something sticky there. So I would explore on your own, you may want to journal even like, what is it that I don't like about 
being compared to her because you do, you say you have a close relationship, but just kind of zooming in on that and figure, I think I might've said zoom because we're on zoom and I just saw that, but clear, you know, getting real close in on that and, and so that then you can release it and just be like, Oh, that's what it is. I can release that. And then I can, um, you know, bring in the good and remember like our ancestral line. And it's not about me, but identity stuff is real tricky when it comes up. Like even when you identify with like a job or whatever, it's because it isn't real. It isn't true. You know, we are bigger than any identity we carry. You know, we're, we're more than that. Um, but I do think that that's probably why those people are saying it, not to say that you don't remind them at all, but just kind of like they almost want you to, I bet, so that they can feel connected to her. Yeah. Like remember her and feel like she lives on in some way. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's wise. I think that's a good, uh, good advice, Natasha, to look at like, what is it there? What's the belief or what's the pattern that's causing me to feel uncomfortable with that Mm -hmm. with total compassion for yourself, compassion and curiosity. It's not because you're doing something wrong or there's some error. It's, I mean, you could say it's an error in thinking, but in Mm -hmm. with love, you know, like, and this is going to help me feel better Mm -hmm. to examine it and then change it and shift it and let it go. Yeah. Because like, for instance, um, with that person before it was it had to do with self-worth and her situation so I'm not saying that's the case with you but there's some deeper thing under that that's making you feel that way did we answer that question too personally and not for the whole people well no you know I don't what? think so okay she did end it with P.S. more stories about your cats would be great Natasha so <laughs> you know I love her <laughs> Um, and then the final question would be, I mean, is how do you store crystals and stones? And we weren't sure if that was for Christina or us, but I'm curious what you have to say. I mean, cause I just leave them basically wherever it makes me feel good to look at them. Yeah, I kind of do, do that, that too. too. Like sometimes I will put, I actually accumulated a large number of them because mm. I wrote an article about crystal grids and I wanted to make three crystal grids and then put in, it's in the. 2020 magical Llewellyn's magical almanac in case you want to check it out but so now I have like very very many (laughs) crystals like a large number so I give them to you no, I bought them. Oh, I thought they just sent you a bunch of crystals. No, so it, well, jealous. I mean, it was also a fun project because I, yeah, I set intentions for all. So it was this like really powerful magic that he did. But um, but I will sometimes just feel like putting a bunch of them out on my uh, windowsill to mm-hmm. soak in sun. I know you can't do that with all of them because some of mm-hmm. them fade. But yeah. Um, but that's one thing. I, and then one day, like recently, I had so many of them out on my windowsill and then I felt like this is too many and they're Mm -hmm. getting dusty so then I put them in a jar now there's a jar of crystals on my altar and then sometimes I want to put them in a box because it's just like too many little things I sometimes don't like to see all those little things so Mm -hmm. I guess my answer is just whatever you want like (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is actually funny she asked that because um, I just think yeah follow your as always follow your own information follow your instinct because um I have this nice little wood tray thing that I was putting crystals in. And I just looked at it yesterday and I was like, oh, no, they all feel trapped in here. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I felt like can, even though it's not at all encased, it's just like a tray. So I, it just has like a little lip or whatever. But 
So I took them out of there and yeah. So I don't think there's a right answer for that. No, but I think tuning in because they do like, I think that happens to me too sometimes like, oh yeah, no, they don't want to be there. Yeah. And that, and they, I think it changes. Like they don't want to necessarily be in the same place all the time. Like Ted has a, um, a amethyst cluster in his studio and I sometimes, like recently, I was like, can I borrow this? Because I felt like it didn't want to just be in that dark studio all the time. That's so, so funny. So I put it in sunlight and used it for web chat and just kind of like got it, helped it to feel less dusty Stagnant. and sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They talk to you. If you listen, mm-hmm. they they talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I guess it's time for... <laughs> The energy report. Wow, that was real. Oh, I didn't leave space for. Do it again. Do. Just do it again. You can oh, do okay. it. Like, so then I'll two. do it again. Okay. The. <laughs> Let's just leave this in, by the way. Brett, don't edit any of this. <laughs> it's time for the energy report. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> well, behind the scenes, BTS. Okay. Um. So this has been an interesting, interesting week because, um, I don't know, I feel like it was a real Virgo week, like people just clearing stuff out and getting just clear, clear, clear energetically as well. So I was thinking, and I had also, I realized like sometimes when I discuss these things, like the ownership cords, for instance, um, I assume maybe a basic understanding of like the aura and I had someone this week who was like you know it made more sense to her when I explained that so I'm just going to do a basic explanation here that you have an aura which is I mean people say different things some people say 18 inches out in front of you I feel like you can adjust it Mm -hmm. I mean I feel I adjust mine Um, you can have a closer or farther but it's like a what would you call it a oh like an egg shape it's just like around your body Yeah. And I like to um, put blue around mine as just like a border, but you can, depend. Sometimes I put gold around it. It depends, but it's nice. That's just like your basic first step of um, boundaries, energetic boundaries. And from there, that's where you do all the work. So like the ownership cords from the top of, we talked about that a few weeks ago, but um, that to own your space that's from the crown chakra there you put up four cords to the top four cords to the bottom and that really just like gives you this kind of space this boundaries between you boundary between you and other people so then also what i'm going to hit the mic um what what the last thing i'll say about this is because i've already talked about the grounding cord and sometimes i think i should well, anyway, I was going to say revisit those ownership cords because people have been asking me about it. Um, and I don't remember which episode it was on because it's or not in the title. You, I think you should do like a meditation for that or something. And then we can oh, refer yeah. people to that. Okay. Yeah, that would be good. Um, but anyway, so one thing that I do um, to separate my energy from other people is the way I was taught initially is to use a gold rose but 
did I talk about, I feel like I might have mentioned this before that I had a reading recently with someone who crosses felt more resonant with them. I did say that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I've really been experimenting with that and realizing like I was tied to that just because I was taught that. But one thing you can do is just like, so I've actually been using crystal, like the shape of a quartz crystal, just imagining that, but just like solid gold. Ooh. Yeah, isn't that nice? And, yeah. um, and then just a very simple thing you can do is just put a crystal outside or the gold, whatever could be a gold rose, could be gold heart cross. I'm doing gold crystal outside of your space. And by that, I mean outside your aura. So it's not touching your aura and then just blow it up. And that's just like a really quick way to send anybody's energy back to them and have your energy come back to you. So if there's any of your energy left over, it just comes back to you. You can put it through your crown chakra or just imagine it coming in and everyone's energy going out. I just feel better. It almost feels like having a quick shower or something <laughs> to just blow it up. And it's like, oh, I feel better. Do you, so you set the intention to send anything that's not of your energy or that you don't want in your field into the crystal or the rose or whatever it is, and then you blow it up? Yeah, you can just, and you don't even have to, like it can just, you can do that and it'll still work. But yeah, you can have the intention of just anything that's not serving you goes into the crystal and then, oh. or into the gold thing. Yeah. anything. So what you're saying is you don't have to set the intention because you understand like that's the dynamic of this yeah. object that it absorbs. It just absorbs anything you don't need. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And then you blow it up. And then another, the last thing you can do is, um, uh, I'm so self-conscious right now that I, that my, um, mouth is dry because I hate it when people's mouths are dry and it would be so hypocritical if mine was right now making that noise. Like you can hear that in people's yeah. voice. Oh, no. Yeah. Do you ever hear that in my voice? No, no, no. Really the only time, it's like very <laughs> rarely and it's with Brett. <laughs> And it's very, I'm like, yeah, it's only drink bread. water. Yeah, it's only <laughs> In the past, it's been other people. Actually, like, we had it, this pediatrician once that had it, and I was just like, oh, why doesn't he just drink some water, just a little oh, water? Oh, that's so funny. I don't, I cannot ever remember <sighs> noticing that sound in uh, someone's voice. I'm not, no, I mean, so that means okay. I'm not noticing it in yours right now. Hopefully no one else will. Anyway, Okay. The last thing you can do is imagine that this gold thing, whatever it is from me, it's a crystal, is sticky and bring it inside your aura and just clean it up almost like lint, a lint brush. I haven't oh, yeah. said that before, have I? Yeah. You, ah, well, you shoot. talked about it with the rose, but it's good to be reminded. Okay, good. So yeah. yeah. So then do the same thing if you want an extra thing and then put it outside your aura and blow it up. Yeah, and so is this related to what you've been noticing this week or with oh yeah. with the Virgo, well, just, the cleansing exactly, and creating yeah. space? Yeah. yeah, because it seems like um, that seems to be the only <laughs> link that I'm noticing is people are just like diving in and just clearing out more. It doesn't have a theme in terms of what they're clearing out, right? but just that they're clearing out so that they can have more clarity in their space and not, you know, know their own information better and, you know, just have more clarity. Yeah. So it felt real Virgo, like, just let's get back to basics. Here's your aura. Clear it up real yeah. quick. Yeah. Cool. So that was the energy report. 
Thank you, Natasha, for that excellent energy report. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> now, now it's time for practical magic. So this, I'm really excited because oh. it's September. I love September. Do you oh, love September? Too. Oh my gosh. I'm more into October and November just because September has historically been really hot where I've been, but it is mm. actually, it was like fall this week and now it's starting to get hot again, but I think it's going to go back to fall. So yeah. September so you love and September. October are my two favorite I don't know if I can really say one is more of a favorite than the other, but mm. oh my gosh, because like September, it's like the beginning of fall. So yeah, but you <sighs> used to I live in LA it. where it mm-hmm. was so, it was like, by the time I moved, did you, did we move at the same time or did, around the same yeah. time? Pretty close. It was basically like, it could have been August or July. I mean, it was so it, yeah. hot. I didn't get real excited until like, like the equinox. It, you know, the when first day, technical first day of fall mm-hmm. when we lived in L.A. But yeah. it's already looking pretty fall. Like some of the aspens are already starting to turn gold up here. And, yeah. There's, um, tr- there's leaves falling off the tree. Yeah. We have yeah. leaves on our deck again. I love it. Yeah. And just energetically, I mean, even in L.A. in September, the light, the quality of light in mm. September, it starts. You can feel the fall. And and that is, I think, the best thing about fall is the way the light just like somehow it shines into your heart with this like <laughs> nostalgia of the beauty of time passing. I mean, mm. I just like fall is so my favorite season. So the your advice for this week, our practical magic um, tasks <laughs> mm. are to, um, there's just one really, is to work with chrysanthemum. So I know some of you are actually in the Southern Hemisphere. So you can work with um, daffodil or tulip, like a a springtime flower, but early springtime flower like daffodil. But um, chrysanthemum, for those of us who are experiencing fall, is such a great flower, magically speaking, for this time of year because it, you may know this, it is a flower that begins to bloom when the light begins to wane. Do you oh, know this about I don't. it? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's so interesting. Like it senses that when the days, it's a, it's different than the springtime flowers or the summer flowers because it notices mm-hmm. when the days begin to get shorter and then it, it waits until then to bloom. Wow, and that's nice. I know. And chrysanthemum means gold flower and mm-hmm. it is energetically helps us to shine light into the darkness. And so it right now, just simply bringing chrysanthemums into your space will help bolster your energy as you move into fall. And it will help you to connect with that light that we can shine into the darkness. And that's one of the gifts of fall is that making friends with the darkness and shining light into our fears. And so chrysanthemum also helps us solve mysteries. So like Mm. with the question about um, identity that we Mm. talked about, for example, how we counseled her to investigate what's going on. Like Mm -hmm. this is chrysanthemum can help us with that. Like what's going on with me? Like what is this issue? And to give us courage to look deeply in order to heal. So just Mm -hmm. bringing in chrysanthemums, but also when I looked at my Magic of Flowers book that Mm -hmm. I wrote, um, (laughs) I wanted to see what the, um, just to read the general magical properties, which are longevity, Mm -hmm. mental clarity, optimism, protection, solving mysteries, soothing grief, 
Damn. And then I noticed that I have a spell called Spirit Sunrise Bath that is involves mm. chrysanthemum. So this is if you want to do extra credit for practical magic this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's here is the spell. Just before sunrise, add five fresh chrysanthemum blossoms to your bath water, along with an orange cut into eight wedges, three to five drops of jasmine essential oil. It's okay if it's jasmine absolute or if it's diluted. Um, and one half cup baking soda. Light a yellow candle or two, and as the sun rises, soak for at least 40 minutes. As you soak, feel your spirits rising like the sun. Wow, I love that. Now, how do you know, did you just feel into what needed to be in there to make that spell? Uh, Yeah. So you just had the sense of the oranges? Yeah, so it was the intention was optimism, you know, bringing in more joy and optimism into your consciousness. So then I was like, okay, energetically, what ingredients are going to really feel right for Uh creating that shift? Now, could you do just like orange essential oil? Well, no, I wouldn't just because I think that one might be really irritating. Oh, really? I have a feeling. Yeah. Okay. I could be wrong about it, but I'm pretty sure that's an irritating one when it's concentrated like that. And it's, that's the peels too. So, um, you're, you're, it's a safer bet, I think, to just use an orange. Use an orange. Okay. Yeah. And it's less oh, expensive a- unless you already have the essential oil. Yeah, I was thinking because I do have some orange. Oh, I mean, you can look into it. I'm not, I'm not 100% on that, but it's my, my gut. Okay. Well, that's fun. I'm excited to go get some chrysanthemums. Yeah, me too. It'll be fun to have around. Um, okay, so that w- that was practical. That magic. was it. That okay, was practical great. magic. So now, oh, we should tell you all that we are creating a newsletter for the podcast. Yeah. So that's fun. And if you want to sign up for it, what are we doing? <laughs> Go to the oh. notes page. Oh, yeah. So that's another thing. Um, I have been getting a lot of messages on my amazing red light people asking where did I get it from so in case people don't know you can go to the notes page which is at tesswhitehurst.com slash podcast or is it just Um, go there and click on the podcast yeah if you just go to tesswhitehurst.com it's front and center it is it's tesswhitehurst.com slash magic dash monday dash podcast well but if the actual yeah mm. but you can just go to tesswhitehurst.com yeah, and click on the podcast, and then at under the po- each episode, Tess writes the notes, like every book we mentioned, or you know whatever we mentioned, or the deck cards, the cards we, used, we used, stuff like that. Yeah, that, and so the red light, I did put that in that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, if you go to that page, we will have a button up. Do you think we'll have it in time okay. for this I, episode? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah so it's up the- now. The news. <laughs> yeah. At this moment, At this when you're moment. listening to this, go. That's you can right. find the sign up box for our newsletter. Yeah. So we'll, and we were thinking about sending that out maybe once a month. Um, and so that's fun new news. And otherwise, you can find us at Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram. You can email us any questions, magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at highestlighthealing.com where I have my own newsletter. You can book a reading, healing, um, and Instagram. 
highest light healing. And where can we find you? We can, you can find me at TessWhitehurst.com and on Instagram at Tess4444, on Facebook at <laughs> Tess Whitehurst part. Author. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh, social media and YouTube at Tess Whitehurst and Twitter at Tess Whitehurst. And I wanted to mention, I'm now talking about my new book that comes out in November, which is Unicorn Magic. Oh my God. We should have talked about that at the top of the show, the top of the hour. It's so exciting. I pre-ordered and shouldn't everybody pre-order? Yeah, they should totally pre-order it. Come on, (laughs) have a little more. (laughs) I mean, if you love unicorns, then I think you're going to love this book. Right? But what is it about? It's about um, how we can tap into unicorn energy to create positive change. And there's unicorn spells, there's crystals and herbs that are aligned with unicorns. And it also takes you through exercises to connect with unicorn guides that you can Mm. call on for help. So it's, it doesn't it help you if people pre-order? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to, I would really appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right. So should we pick our card of the week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so did we forget anything? Oh, please leave us a review. Oh, yeah. You know what? We really appreciate it. It's yeah, so it's great. So... Some some very nice listener doesn't have iTunes, so they posted a review on their Instagram page, which was really sweet, and we love that. Um, but if you can do it on iTunes, that's great because that helps us get more noticed by other people and recommended so people who want to find us can find us yeah or on your favorite podcast platform yeah i think yeah Mm -hmm. i was gonna say something not important for everyone to hear okay so should thank you for doing that and um let's do our cards okay you want to go first sure i was gonna do um from the wild offering oracle do you know tosha silver Oh, yeah, we've talked about her. I oh. just, I have, I'm getting ready to read Outrageous Openness. I haven't. Oh, great. Really, I started it like it just a little bit when I came in the mail, but I'm excited. Oh, you just got it? Mm-hmm. Oh, fun. not Not long ago. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. I'm going to pick a card for our week, and it is Make It Gods. This is funny because I was just going to tell you that the book I have by her is um, <clears throat> It's Not Your Money. Meaning it's oh, I've seen that too. Yeah, God's money. It's and it's all about what I was talking about before, just knowing it's happening and letting it go, giving it up to God. It's not yours anyway. So this says, release the idea of my. As soon as you start to say the money, the relationship, the job, freedom arrives. When there's no mm. grasping, the right actions get shown. Free me from the prison of my. Dropped a card. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is, and what is that deck called again? Oh, it's called the Wild Offering Oracle. Okay. So I guess this is less of a predictor and more of just maybe another assignment of just like see how much you can let go while you're doing manifesting stuff of just or even just in life if you're having an issue giving it up to source or God or whatever you want to call it. I love that. I like that for help with manifesting because that mm-hmm. is one of those um, 
It's like a paradox. It's like, well, if I want it so much, I need to hold on to it and like mm. really visualize it and really need it. And it's like we want to set that intention and feel the joy and then also be able to let go of it at the same time so that the divine can flow in and exactly animate it with the magic of magnetizing yeah. it. So Because you're really co-creating it, you know, with the universe. And if it can't flow in, then it can't help you get it. And also the other thing is the universe has a big, broader, more broad perspective than we do, you know, source does. So like, if you think you need this one thing, this one way, and they, you know, then you're not going to allow in this other thing that might be better. Yeah. And it's also instant. It's like instant karma. When you step into that feeling of trust and allowing and flow, then right away, like that's just a better way to live. It just feels better. Yeah. And the feeling better, of course, then that also creates more magnetic pull for positive circumstances. Yeah. Okay. So that's so interesting that you got that. The the same thing happened this week that happened last week, which is that I picked up the deck and then there's just like one card just sitting there that I somehow didn't pick up. So this is our card for this week, which is Camellia. And this is my Magic of Flowers Oracle. Mm -hmm. And Camellia, the message is activate. So Mm -hmm. that's cool because it's like the first... Um, the first quarter moon, the mm-hmm. new moon was just Friday. And, um, and so it is about setting our intentions in motion, connecting with earth energy, connecting with spirit and knowing that we can absolutely set in motion the necessary energy in order to manifest the conditions that we desire. So yeah, that's activation. Yeah. And activate it- and let go. Yeah, and, and it, it also that. feels like after all this Virgo letting go and clearing and how that's still part of the energy report this week, like we're creating mm-hmm. space for that so that it feels very clear. Like this is what I want to create and like that. I Are you yeah. t- sensing that? Yeah, are you yeah, sensing totally. This, like really clear um, channel of energy in order to help us manifest positive change this yeah, week. Yeah, I love it. All right. Well, that's it then, I guess. <laughs> I feel like that was not a very uh, like a graceful ending, ending but we <laughs> appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I don't know about saving the world, but I know about my soft drawer. <laughs>